Business, the blog and podcast for game changers and innovators in the construction industry. Hello and welcome to episode 69 of the AEC Business Podcast. I'm Arni Heiskanen and my guest on the line is Sylvia Tower from Living Room Crafts, a consultancy for building information modeling. It's great to have you on the podcast. Thank you very much, Arni. It's good being here at the AEC Podcast. Yeah. Thanks. So uh, we met briefly at the AEC Hackathon Munich last spring, uh, but we didn't have much time to uh, chat so about uh, what what you do and so on. But I I know that you're a, a BIM advocate and consultant and um, you're organizer of the uh, Revit Technology Conference and also Built Europe organizer. Well, the Revit Technology Conference, in short, RTC, is now the built conference as we are going uh, in our program multi and interdisciplinary, which is also the background of Living Room Crafts, which is a consultancy of building information modeling over the last 10 years. So we're going to celebrate on the February 28th, 10 years of existence within Europe. Great. What inspired you to start up the company originally? to break with the traditional aspect of the building industry in general. Um, for example, the uniqueness of Living Room Crafts is that we have a, a platform of multiple talents, um, meaning that uh, we have flexible a flexible team uh, consisting of non-building uh, people with a non-building background in order to give it an objective modern view on the building industry as well as the projects and processes, as well as we have of course uh, a flexible team of uh, building experts um, and we set them together uh, we according to the project requirements we have if we have a project <laughs> and also uh, implement then of course the multidisciplinary aspect um, they need in terms of BIM. So it's kind of a task force we create. Okay, so, but uh, what, what was the fact that you actually personally got interested in BIM? Um, lots of philosophical uh, discussions with um, leading building experts um, talking about the lonely BIM aspect. If we go back 10 years ago, for example, we had BIM or BIM technologies defined as a 3D modeling only, kind of a lonely BIM aspect, where in terms we slowly now progress into uh, understanding of multi and interdisciplinary aspects of BIM and the advantages we could create out of that. Yeah, so, so that's, why, that's that's the the evangelism. I have. Yeah, 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 yeah. I understand. Yes, but so um, now that you have had clients for over many years and you've been doing this business for for quite some time, so how do you see the state of implementation of BIM today among your clients, for example? That really depends. Um, so, for example, we have a unique setup within Living on Crafts. Um, we do not only you know um, assist in uh, projects we also do teaching uh, we do implementation uh, we do tool development we do uh, of course um, project work as well um, we have all kinds of this different aspects in that so for example we then have the classic um, structural modeling we do uh, we do construction documentation um, so if I just reflect from last year 
Um, we have also a lot of um, pro well um, project work, but also research and development. And when I look back 10 years ago, um, the whole aspect of research and development was in its early stages. And nowadays, um, looking at the projects we currently have, for example, we have uh, one about um, aircraft impact simulations on atomic power plants. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, this is going to be a very challenging aspect, as well as we had, for example, um, just recently, um, um, kind of a project work and research into excavation simulations to determine quantities of contaminated soil. Okay. So these kind of aspects can be more can be defined more accurate by utilizing BIM. Yeah. So so um, you're doing a lot of different types of projects, but yeah. How, how do you see the challenges uh, when we're talking about BIM today? What are the main challenges when, in implementation? I, I guess there still are some. When we just look at the demographic of Europe, um, for example, within the Dach region, we have so many um, mid-sized companies that really want to do um, BIM. However, it is not really explained to them or it's not really um, for them apparent that this is not a technology-only uh, based environment uh, or its processes or methodologies. This is an, uh, a mindset. I guess that many people still, as you mentioned, still think of BIM as 3D modeling. <laughs> so That is correct. Yeah. Uh, and, and that is the query. And this is where we um, go out there and, and, and evangelize and also assist um, mid-sized companies in, in getting to the level of uh, utilizing it by themselves. Yeah. Um, I remember I, I've been involved in building information modeling since the, well, I would say early 90s, but I think that it, there was always a talk about who actually benefits from you, the use of BIM and who should pay for for the use. Is the, this discussion still relevant this day and yes. age? Absolutely, um, especially when you look at the the the, imp, uh, the you know the, the factor of uh, money. Yeah. If a mid-sized company nowadays starts to say, okay, let's do BIM, uh, they first have to buy all the the, the software. Um, they have to buy consultancy. Um, normally, they get then a salesperson coming from a software platform um, teaching the basic stuff. However, it doesn't teach them on on how to um, how to create um, the project in a multidisciplinary environment and how you can sit all together on the table to work on a project itself. So, the the main aspect in in terms of where the tradition needs to be broken <laughs> is that uh, you have to put everything on the table and even admit to make a mistake. And that is something where, um, especially the mid, you know, the, the European um, building industry is struggling with. <laughs> so there's too much old rusty tradition still in place. And, and BIM has a great opportunity to redefine our industry. It's 
role definitions, it's role descriptions, it's uh, processes, it's insurances, it's transparency. Actually, today I was talking with a client about the industrialization of construction because construction still is pretty much uh, defined by the work on the on the on the building side. It's very manual, to uh, in a way, it's it's manual work still compared to, for example, auto industry. So, uh, what do you think the role of BIM in that respect is? Is it like elemental to industrialization or is it just one piece of the puzzle uh, like machine learning, robotics, IoT and so on? It is going to be elemental. I had just a very intense discussion, philosophical discussion exactly about that. And if you if you look at, at BIM and its um, capacity it, it could create for the whole industry, uh, looking at the industrialization, we could really redefine, for example, prefab the prefab yeah, industry yeah. aspect, and also the whole culture of art in architecture. Yeah, very interesting point of view. Yes, I, I, I agree. Yeah. Also, it has a very social aspect to it. If you, if you say, okay, uh, we're defining, for example, if you say, that was something I, I really appreciated when I was, um, last year we had to build uh, Europe in Denmark, and I had the great opportunity to talk with people coming from the Scandic, uh, Scandinavian region and they were telling me or explaining me how they actually um, do project work together and how they collaborate. Literally there is kind of a budget of the project and it has everybody has his task and everybody is collaborating with each other and that is something that in the rest of Europe is currently not happening. I'm not sure about um, how it is international, as um, I have been a little bit out of the loop in terms of international. Mm. Um, but that is something where I say the biggest aspect or the greatest aspect of, of BIM would be then also the social aspect to it. Yes, and I noticed that you're on, on your website you talk about, about IPD, Integrated Product, Project Delivery, and I guess that in that setup BIM is very, uh, could be, the benefits of BIM would be very evident. Do you agree? Absolutely. Because if we make a comparison to um, how we, if we could elementary, elementary implement BIM, then, for example, um, a Volkswagen Golf would be not as cost, uh, co costly as, as a bathroom, for example. So if we if we just if we say okay, BIM is only just a tool or a part um, of project processes, integrated uh, project planning or delivery, then, for example, delivering bath bathrooms is going to be very expensive in future. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, um, so so you you think that collaboration and. And actually, the social aspect of BIM is something that is going to be uh, we, we're going to see more in the future. But how do you see the future of BIM in in construction in general? Do you have any visions of where it's going? We work sometimes behind uh, a smoke screen in order to assist <laughs> um, um, some clients we have uh, in terms of implementing BIM. And there's a lot of construction companies who already um, start realizing how important 
BIM can be in terms of accepting international projects. I would imagine that in the future we will need more and more people from outside the industry join join in yeah yeah because i also see for example now um that the pharma industry is uh using more and more building information modeling as a a concept um and that's not only just uh, by integrated planning but also by uh, the management processes we have in place already there's uh, many many uh, great experts out there in the building industry um lecturing just on that yeah um for example um of course, we have not. We, we do project work, but we also have kind of a very atypical project-related work. Um, if I'm just <laughs> going back to all these kind of things I already told you, uh, but we also have just um, started to um, automize um, 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 scaffolding elements. Okay. So these kind of things can can happen, and and these kind of things are now more and more required in order to ease our work workloads yes and when it comes down to the implementation of BIM um, let's put it this way the executive management nowadays is hesitant to implement it currently in its full scope uh, simply because of they haven't seen the 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 value of it yeah you mentioned already education, and I, I guess you mean the education of of, uh, of, of seasoned professionals and, and established companies. But what about the uh, education of, of the uh, younger generation who's just yep. entering the, the industry? How do you feel about that? Is there enough education? Oh, no, there isn't. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why I started... Um, to build to build Europe and build conferences as a series throughout the world um, is dedicated to bring um, hands-on training um, to already uh, you know uh, seasoned experts in the field. However, we start this year with the Build Academy. We have uh, three brilliant students that are committee now, and they're creating a own uh, program for one day of a event. Um, not like an AAC hackathon, but uh, more like um, having mentors in place in order to answer questions from the students participating for them to, to help and assist them um, uh, getting a job after their degree because this is where the real problem is. And I had been, I had the privilege to talk to a couple of um, lecturers and, and, and um, senior um, yes, yeah, senior lecturers actually in um, in the TU Delft, for example, or the I, I was talking just recently to the senior lecturer of the university in Edinburgh. Th- they have a total different ap- approach. These faculties, some of them define themselves as uh, traditional, um, and some of them are on the forefront of it. So, point is very simple. You know. You as a student really have to figure out nowadays where can I really go with my degree after I, for example, um, finished my master at the Technical University in Delft, as in comparison, for example, to the Technical University in Edinburgh. Okay. There's, there's a discrepancy in the curriculum. Yeah, yeah. And that's why we try to, um, as I always say that BUILD is, is a movement within the building industry. It is not um, a band of, of, of people trying to, you know, uh, 
set up only a conference. It is a movement in order to support each other. And this kind of community we would like to see for the students out there trying to uh, get a grip about what is what is BIM and, and what does it mean um, in order to define themselves what kind of platform they would like to use in the future hence uh, technology um, what does this mean so our event we're going to create a day prior to the main event of build europe um, is a multi and this interdisciplinary environment where they just learning by doing and not even knowing that they're doing BIM. okay <laughs> so the next uh, build will be where and when Oh, uh, the Build Europe is going to take place in Ljubljana this year in Slovenia. And to my knowledge, let me just recycle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I have too many dates in my head, but it's, I think it is going to be the 11th until the 13th of October. But please let me double check that. Yeah, yeah. So where can our listeners find more information about uh, Build, Build and, and about you and how they, can they contact you? Um, so the Build Europe um, best is if you visit um, the www.rtcevents.com website where you can see all the, the events uh, of built events and where they're taking place. Um, we have currently um, um, a call for abstract, call for papers uh, until January 28th. And if people would like to follow Living Room Crafts, uh, we have a blog. We are on Facebook. Uh, just check out Living Room Crafts or our website, www.livingroomcrafts with a tset.com. Uh, this is where you find us on Twitter, on LinkedIn, on WordPress. <laughs> so we have our blogs out there uh, weekly and uh, people can see what we currently do, uh, what we currently do. So, for example, I just told you about the automation of uh, scaffolding elements. So we have a, a Dynamo script on that uh, published. So things are out there. And um, for, for me, it's very simple. If you would like to reach uh, me or my colleagues, it's uh, sylvia.taura at livingroomcrafts.com or um, just find me on LinkedIn or Facebook or Twitter. <laughs> yes. Yes, you're everywhere. Yes. <laughs> I, I'm everywhere. Yes, I am. Yes. But uh, uh, my main goal is always, and our main goal it has been always within Living Room Crafts, we are a platform of multiple talents and we are committed uh, to the building industry and its experts. And if people are out there who seek some help or only just some advice, we're there for them. We're a community and we're part of them. Great. Well, it was a pleasure talking to you Sylvia and all the best to your work thank you so much Arnie